0: Sammy Ball, Both 36 years old and with 15 versions of full competition behind him, gives no signs of hearing the end of his amazing career.
1: This is Harry Hawk Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the game between the Washington Redskins and the Green Bay Packers. Huge win for the Redskins, 3-2, and 2-0 two. Two and o in the division, first place. And also, Dallas is in last. We'll talk about this much more, live with Aaron and John. Yo, 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 John, what's up? what's up um how's it hanging josh josh yo
2: josh uh, what's man. up oh man josh is having some uh
1: difficulties tonight josh is having the, a uh, josh is having studio. a business meeting this evening in right in new orleans um and uh, called in and said that um he was going to either be late. be late or he's not going to make it because he's at the mercy of some architect or something. Every time he talks sure. about I have to have dinner with the architect, I always think of that episode of the Brady Bunch where they're running around King's Island with that big orange tube. You know what I'm talking about? No. You missed that one? Well, they I, have this, I missed that one. They have this big orange. Oh, I may have
2: seen it, but I was three. <laughs>
1: they have this big orange um, 70s looking cardboard <laughs> tube that has the plans in it and they lose it on some ride. <laughs> and there's because like they took the architect there.
2: plans to yeah. king's island
1: so i just imagine josh sitting at dinner somewhere with some dude with a big orange tube with some kind of plans in it anyway Sick. enough about that um uh before we get into this podcast about the huge victory over the cheeseheads Episode 228, get, the Who
2: Cut the Cheese episode.
1: Yeah, the Who Cut the Cheese memorial episode. We got to give a shout-out to our continuing sponsor, David Lee Legal Services. Thank you, David Lee. And now, moving on to the victory over the Packers. What do you got to say do, about
2: it, John? Do, 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 Go, Pack, go. Or our version. Do, 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 do. No,
1: Pack, no. it? The game is four quarters. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you play
2: to the last whistle in the game. Or another way we could describe it is, and the kick is up, and...
1: Dude, if they were six inches closer, that kick would have been good.
2: It probably would have careened in, yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a game of inches.
1: I just remember seeing uh, that thing, and I was like, go out, go out, go out, go out, go out, and it barely. It looked so
2: good. And then when Gano finally got a chance to kick that one, I saw an interview with Shanahan yesterday on on, um, Comcast. And he told Josh's girlfriend, Kelly Johnson, he said, she asked him, what uh, what did you say to him when they tried to ice him there in overtime? And he's like, well, I tried to talk to him on that game against the Texans, but I couldn't find him. When they tried to ice him that time, and they did ice him, and so this time I made sure I got to him, and I was just like, "Go, just go ahead and uh, go do your progressions, just like you normally do, like you just walked out on the field for the first time, and you're gonna kick it right th- right down the middle." And that's exactly what he did. I mean, <laughs> that 33 did. yarder to win the game was right down the pipe.
1: You couldn't get any more perfect than that kick.
2: No, it was it was a beautiful kick. I know the one before that that he that he hit, he actually snuck it through.
1: Yeah, barely.
2: What did he hit? Four. In the game?
1: I think he was four or five. Wait, how yeah, many did I we have? We had seven points, ten, three. We only had three <laughs> field goals. It's like we- I
2: didn't even think about it. Yeah, he made three, plus he had the extra point, and he he missed the, what was it, 51-yarder?
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: That's pretty, you know. He's turning into he's, a
1: decent kicker, dude. I can't complain. I think
2: he's, and speaking of the kicking game, yeah, and I can't complain either. I think he's doing a really good job, considering he was in the UFL and came up late last year and, you know he's only in his second year professional football. He's doing a hell of a lot better than pretty much any other kicker we've had so far in the last 15 years. And Speaking he's young.
1: That, and he's young, so if he keeps and he's, he's younger,
2: could be exactly.
1: He, he could be the next Chip Low Miller
2: <laughs> or Mark. Moseley. He could be Mark Mosley.
1: Or no he kidding, could be the next no. Ali Haji Sheik, bro. <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> sharp Donish,
1: But probably not sharp or
2: Do we still need to put together the, the worst elite team? And those two would definitely be on it. Oh man. Ali Haji Sheik.
1: Daryl Pounds. In any
2: event, Daryl Pounds, Sharp or Donish. Daryl um, Pounds. It's Daryl. that was who 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 gave up that one? It was Daryl Pounds.
1: And Larry Michael um, would call the game. <laughs> yeah Him, he He'd would be team like, up. this
2: is a great game with some talented people on the field.
1: He would team up with Dan Deerdorf in the booth.
2: <laughs> he could have Brian baldinger <laughs> Joe Yuck, oh, who we had God. again this week.
1: He's horrible too. Troy had,
2: Aikman, who's getting worse,
1: like did you see that one play? Where he was like, and Beluga is holding his own against Arakpo, and he was, and they showed a clip of him, and he was completely holding Arakpo, it, and then he was like he,
2: yanking him from behind, man.
1: Yeah, and then, you, and at the, at the very end of it, like Troy Aikman's like, uh, yeah, I think he might have got away with one there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, shut up, <laughs> stop like, trying to analyze t- the Beluga. game and go back to baseball.
2: Yeah, it's like, dude, just call the game, and let and let Troy do all the uh, announcing. The, the analyzing, that's his job, isn't the it? analyzing. Uh, what? Oh, uh, So, Hunter Smith
1: dude, what a came huge back. Sign. Hunter the punter. What a huge sign. Dude! How What
2: a massive difference.
1: Dude, do you have his now stats? Now that they
2: finally... I do have his stats right in front of me. He had eight punts on the game, because you know we punted every single time we had the ball in the first half. Yeah. It seemed.
1: He kept in the game,
2: 6 dude. 44.6... Av- Dude, listen to this. 44.6 average. 52 was as long. Five dropped down between the 20 and the goal line.
1: That was awesome. Five.
2: Five, dudes. That's Five. more, I think, that's more than that terrible kicker that we put on IR, Bidwell. Bye-bye.
1: What? Well, did we ever...
2: More figure... than he had for the whole season. He was terrible.
1: Why didn't we bring Hunter the punter back to begin with, is what I want to know. Was he not ready? Was he still injured? Was he coming back I from really it? don't know. And why didn't anyone I don't know, else but pick him up?
2: Dude, I, well, he did have that recurring leg injury last year. So maybe people were wary of that and, you know, this whole they're trying to get younger thing and all this stuff. But I don't think Bidwell was any younger than Smith.
1: The only thing I'm and worried Hunter about. Hunter Smith is. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. You know, Hunter Smith, know. that was awesome. It was a huge part of us staying in the game when we sucked for the first three quarters.
2: Made a huge Huge difference.
1: But my problem is this Nick Sunberg guy. Why did we not yeah. keep the red snapper? Because this guy kind of sucks. And every time they snap it, I'm worried that he's going to... see
2: the ball going left. And there were a, a couple of very questionable long snaps in that game. And Hunter Smith was just snagging them like left, right, like to the right above his head and putting it down just in time for a field goal.
1: There was, one, mean... there was one that Hunter Smith put down, and I don't even... I don't even know if he got his finger on the top of it. It was like he had his palm on it still or something. yeah, I think that's
2: again. the one I'm thinking about too that went like you know he's he's his right side i think I think his right side is to the uh to the front or the back of the line, yeah. you know, and they hike it and then it's coming towards him, and he catches it on his right and puts it down and This ball like went back behind his head and he reached up behind him and snagged it and got it down just in time, yeah. And there was the one where Gano did that little like stutter step, too, and he still hit the field goal on
1: it. That stutter step was the game winner, and no, it was the game tire.
2: It was the game and tire. And it could have been quarter. a
1: false start. In fact, I don't it know why it wasn't.
2: You, you, that's right. You called it during the game. It was a false start, and they didn't call it. Those referees that stunk that let our wide receivers get mugged the entire second half of the game, until they finally called that dude for holding or for pass interference late in the game. On the late
1: on the um, last drive in the overtime, they called him on like two or three in a row, and I was like, it's about time.
2: Yeah, it was Charles Woodson. They called him for one. They called somebody else for one right before that um, for another penalty. But Charles Woodson was killing our guys, and they weren't calling it over and over. And they kept showing the replays. I think it was the third quarter. There were two plays in a row where he was just mugging dudes, like hitting them way early.
1: Yeah, like Santana Moss got hit like a second beforehand, and they didn't call it, and everyone's like, what? And that was a huge drive stopper too.
2: Uh Uh-huh, it was massive. And again, I know it was another squeaker, it was another heart attack game for us as fans, but this is a game that we absolutely positively would have lost in the recent past. And the fact that the team was able to pull it together, on all sides of the ball all three phases of the game and and you know the defense had that huge goal line stand
1: oh, four dude. downs they're into the turning point
2: the one man gang is a bad man
1: dude he can do and, everything and then the
2: offense and yeah and the offense finally picked it up at, later in the second half and and you know the defense kept, was was given up a lot of yards but they kept us in the game and they only gave up
1: one 13 points
2: yep one touchdown again the gave the only game i think they've given up more than one touchdown was houston and the rams that weird anomaly
1: game well the two losses we have are the ones where they gave up the 30 points in each one of those that's right yeah but um what was i gonna say oh um yeah if we if they can do that in the next game against uh the colts you know give up yards but not touchdowns, I think we're in good shape because the Colts are pretty decimated. They got try on in, I think, <laughs> on defense.
2: <laughs> Your dog.
1: So we should be able Dude, to I, score pretty well against them, I think.
2: Yeah, let's, let's put this defense thing on the back burner until the second half of the show because I want to talk about that a little bit more in depth as we get there. And maybe we'll even have Josh to chime in at that point. We'll see. Um, I Josh, it. do you have anything to say about that right now?
1: No. Uh, I don't even tr- feel like it in the button because I'm looking up some stats right now. Um, <laughs> how about LeRon Landry it. in that game, dude? He had like 13 tackles. Oh, that's later. Insane. In the show. All right, well, let's yeah. stay with the itinerary before I get completely off task. Um, yeah, we yeah were jumping. It, at. it was good to see everyone get going on that. The only problem was uh, didn't. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but Brandon Banks had a pretty good return that was called back by penalty again.
2: By a penalty on the predator Chris Horton. I, I see a cut coming in his future. Do you have that one? Uh
1: I can cut. see it. I can see it coming. Cut. cut Nice. Um yeah. Um anyway, everyone pretty much pulled it together when they had to. At first I was giving my kick in the balls awarded to Donovan McNabb, but I changed my mind because Yeah, you sure
2: were. You were so pissed at him.
1: He did what he had to do later on. He was just so inaccurate at the beginning. Yeah. And it was like that snap that went right through his hands. I was like, come on, dude. Because we should yeah, have scored was... at least three points on that to open the game, thanks to Leron Landry.
2: And, dude, I don't know if it was because he was worried about the O-line and the protection. He got sacked five times. And we couldn't get the running game really going again. And so they finally they did what Jim Zorn would never do or would do like, this play is only going to take 17 seconds to, to come through. Santana Moss was gonna run this way, then he was gonna go run around the parking lot, and then come back through the tunnel, and then Campbell was gonna to have to throw to him. But we just didn't have enough protection to get to him.
1: Yeah, he's kind of
2: thing. <laughs> Shanahan sure. just said, All right, run the hell down the field. We're gonna air it out. Mm hmm. And mm-hmm. That, that's what
1: happened. We got we came back. Yeah, dude. Um Anyway, back to the uh are we on to the cuts and signings, or are we still on Landry? Um, no, what cuts are we... and
2: signings are in the second half now. Oh, they're not oh now. no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's games and kicks. Cuts and signings, yeah. Let's – Uh. well, let. I guess we could talk about Landry right now a little yeah. bit more because he did receive some accolades this week from the NFL.
1: Landry not only caused that fumble in the first half that resulted in zero points, thanks to Donovan McNabb,
0: but he also <laughs> had
1: the game ceiling – interception which um packer fans at work were complaining that that was a helmet to helmet hit that Jeremy Jarman laid the smack down on uh what's his name on
2: uh that cheesehead guy Aaron yeah. Rodgers
1: Aaron Rodgers dude I watched that are again you? and I was like are you kidding me he like tackled him and then after he came down their helmets may have like tapped each other's but yeah exactly yeah, I did watch that play hit. a couple
2: times it was not a helmet-to-helmet hit. He jumped up in his face. Rodgers threw the ball. You know, they were both going down to the ground, and Jarman just put his arms out like, I'm not slamming them to the ground or anything, and, like, their face mask tapped. It was kind of like a...
1: Isn't kind of that like what a, they're there for? I mean...
2: Yeah, exactly. It was to protect their noses and teeth and stuff like that.
1: Anyway, yeah, that was lame. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I was like... So, mm-hmm. luckily,
2: that didn't get called, because that would have been a, a typical call for those referees.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that was a huge interception at the end. He had 13 tackles on the day. Another huge day for Landry. He was having the season of his career, and he definitely deserved NFC special teams. Not special teams. He was Defensive Player of the Week. Why'd you write Special Teams? You're messing with me, dude.
2: Did I write that on there? Yeah. I did write yes. special teams. First you put something <laughs> else.
1: First you've had NFC no, first you just had NFC player of the week, and I was like, No, dude, it's defensive player of the week. And then you put special teams on there. And then I put that.
2: special teams on there.
1: <laughs> You're on a special team. Cut anyway, me. Um Speaking of Cuts Speaking of Cuts. Dudes. Um Josh called Yep. Josh called. Oh, wait, that's last week. I called it. <laughs> Josh called it. Um, Devin Thomas, number eleven.
2: On Saturday, cut. got cut. cut yet another, yet another fine pick you've saddled us with, Vinny.
1: And Keelan Williams was signed and put on the active Yeah, roster. he was brought
2: up from the practice squad.
1: And of course Hunter the Punter, we already talked about Josh Bidwell put on IR. Thank goodness. He was horrible.
2: God, he was bad.
1: And I don't think he's going to get his job back. I saw um, a
2: great quote from uh, the AP. uh, Mike Cranston, who is a writer for the AP, he had a great quote about Devin Thomas. I'd love to read it right here. Um, In an article he put up today, actually, he said, quote, A week after the Panthers waived receiver Dwayne Jarrett, a disappointing former second-round pick, whose work ethic was questioned, they've replaced him with another disappointing former second-round pick whose work ethic has been questioned. And he's even wearing the same number that dude Jarrett was wearing when he got cut.
1: Yeah, uh, pretty much. And uh, I heard Shanahan say or read that he said that um, he uh, – what did he say? That he thinks highly of Devin Thomas but told him that if he wants to succeed in this league, he needs to take off-season workouts more – seriously or something like that and
2: not be getting in videos with fantasia which i thought was a disney movie but is apparently a uh artist yeah um so and he also needs to not uh th- this this does reek a little bit of a little underhandedness on the part of the bb hummingbird brandon banks but brandon banks took a picture of, of devin thomas sleeping in a team like film session and put it <laughs> on twitter oh my so and and you know i don't know if he was doing it to be uh Hey, maybe I'll get him cut so I can get his job I, I i don't wanna say that's why he did it, but I think that definitely it's probably contributed. in the back I think of that his may mind. have been the last straw that may have been the last straw for the shanty, yeah anyway <laughs>
1: uh. <laughs> well, the hummingbird <laughs> is actually contributing to the team, so
2: yeah, the hummingbird has done a lot more than devin Thomas has done um and that then then uh you know. Banks was like, "Oh, whoops," and he cut it from the thing, and he got in trouble apparently from Shanahan. But uh, we see who got in more trouble than him. <laughs> <laughs> and so then I, apparently, I thought that was pretty funny.
1: I didn't even know about this, but we signed some receiver called Ray Small. Um, is he a big receiver? Because we really need a big receiver. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, Ray Small is going to uh, lift up, live up to his name, and being five eleven and one hundred and eighty pounds. Oh, dude, come on! Yeah. I, I don't know. But, I mean, at this point of the season, it's not like there's going to be a bunch of Randy Mosses floating around. Just one that we didn't get. Oh, yeah, there but was one. Gary Fitzgerald on like com said, uh, quote, he is regarded as shifty and fast.
1: We've got those deeds.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, he played wide receiver and kick returner at Ohio State. And he was in the preseason with the Minnesota Vikings. He's a rookie this year, so.
1: Maybe they've so got him yet, in the wings. Another one. In, they've got him in the wings in case the hummingbird uh, fumbles and they have to cut him like they promised him.
2: Yeah, truly. Yeah, you were worried about that the whole game, dude. You were just like, "This is when he's going to fumble. This is when he's going to fumble." Dude, he, I was did. Like, dude, fumbled. He's he not- fumbled.
1: it out of bounds. He did
2: it- fumble that one out of bounds, but that it-
1: that matters not. That matters not. Hunter Smith's first punt was 34 yards to the Green Bay 10. Just seeing it. <laughs> yeah,
2: 34 yard to the Green Bay 10. Perfect punt. Oh,
1: and another thing I, mean, I wanted to point out about LeRon Landry. Yeah. Um, he was also the one that basically caught up to that dude on the 71 yard run after D'Angelo Hall sucked.
2: Goodness. And Kareem boy, Moore.
1: Kareem Moore whiffed on it. He should have had the tackle.
2: Yeah, yeah. They're, they're still. Still anyway. hurting against the run. Still hurting against the run, but they only gave up one touchdown and had two takeaways, one really, really big one in overtime. Mm. You were really pumped because you were like, we never win the toss in overtime, ever. We don't. Yeah.
1: Dude, I didn't know that Chad Simpson was in on that
2: game. I Sure, he may have been. Apparently what he made a return.
1: He, he made a return for 27 yards. I don't even remember that, dude. Is so it anyway, me or does, are... is it me or does um, in that game every time McNabb threw to Joey Galloway, the pass sucked, except for like one or two.
2: <laughs> I thought any time he threw a shorter medium pass, it kind of sucked for a long time in that game. He was overthrowing and then he was underthrowing. He couldn't find his groove, and he fine. It took him a while, but he get... he won. He, I mean, he got it together. He got it and done. He won the game. Anyway, he got it done. Um, Anyway
1: Let's move on Let's move on Franco-American SpaghettiOs Show them your O face It's time for the O-Line Report With John Adams Uh, The O-Line Report, dude
2: The O-Line Report this week The Liechtensteiger Report Dudes, our O line was hurting for this game. We started with, with, uh, Trent Williams back at left tackle, Jamal Brown at right tackle, Leekton Steiger, Dockery was a healthy scratch, which I thought was really odd. And of course, Robach and Artis Hicks.
1: Yeah, he was and inactive. And ended the
2: game. Yeah, inactive for the game. For, uh, Doo Dockery. Tell and we him. ended the game with, Odd body at left tackle. Artis Hicks shifted out to right tackle. Will Montgomery was at right guard <laughs> and Dudu Dockery was still on the sideline of street clothes because he was inactive.
1: Who is left guard?
2: Left guard was still uh Liechtensteiger, wasn't it? Oh yeah. But he and- got hurt for a little didn't he get hurt for a little bit and we had to they had to shuffle those guys around so much all over the line.
1: Yeah. And and let me just say this. Lichensteiger kind of sucked in that game. I was wishing that we had Dockery back.
2: He that was the first game that he was a, a very visible um um uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He sucked. He that sucked. Was the first time. The first game he looked like he really sucked. In the first half, the second half he shorted up. Mil just Montgomery like pretty much sucked. everyone else did. Will Montgomery Will Montgomery did about what Will Montgomery usually does. Stefan Heil sucked.
1: Did Stephon have any terrible. penalties terrible? Did he have any penalties?
2: Um, let me see. Because we I'm didn't have very
1: many altogether.
2: Here. No, we did not have a lot of penalties in that game. I do not know if... I do not see one for Stefan. You know, Shanny probably pulled him aside and was like, if you get a false start in this game, you're cut.
1: I didn't see... I was concerned, and rightly so, that we did not have Dockery active when our offensive line is shaky to begin with. I, I thought that were
2: really... Poor choice,
1: especially with Trent Williams just coming back from that injury. I mean, if he went down and Jamal like that, then you have to bring Hicks over. Yeah, because he's yeah, the only to dude that plays to
2: right, and then you've got Will Montgomery. Basically, Will Montgomery, I think, is listed as a a guard and center. Yeah. and if Robach had gone down, Will Montgomery is the backup center.
1: That's I that's why him. it's because so, Dockery only plays guard,
2: right, and only left guard. Yeah, allegedly. Apparently. So yeah, I think that's hurting him a little bit. So we'll see we'll see what's going on with that. Shanny does not care. He does not care.
1: (laughs) He doesn't. He doesn't have he doesn't have loyalties really. He's just kinda like, Well, this is what's best for the team. So which kind of exactly.
2: Which is definitely what we need. The penalty breakdown on the game, I'm looking for it right now. It's actually not on here where
1: I thought it was We have like three or four penalties, dude. That's all. Yeah. Not a lot. Yeah, I don't even know what they are, and I don't have it on this app.
2: On your app? There's no app for that? Not this it's app done. that
1: I have right here. I've got the stats on here.
2: The penalty yards in the game, Um, they had nine for 63. We had four penalties for 28 yards on that, the game.
1: That's it, dude.
2: That was it.
1: They should have so, had more.
2: They should have. Remember that one where they threw... I think it was the third quarter, maybe the fourth quarter, where Cooley, I think it was the second time, the second interference in a row that they didn't call. Well, they actually, they did call it, and Cooley got like, I think the dude went over the back on him. hmm Sick. And they picked up the flag. They met, and they picked up the flag on it.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. They were like, oh, no foul. What was that all about?
2: And then they, you could see they replayed it on the on the screen, and everyone was like, boo!
1: hmm
2: Yeah. Yeah. That sucked. So anyway, the O-line report, um, I think... They I, sucked. I, I'm wondering, Dockery's got to be back in next game. I mean, not maybe not on the line, but he's got to be active. They can't sacrifice these linemen. They didn't have any linemen left. Will Montgomery's the last one.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: So, and going from there, I think we should just roll right into the injury report, and we'll start with the guys on the line. Um, first of all, you got Jamal Brown who injured his knee, but he is practiced and is expected to play this weekend. MRI um, negative.
1: T- negative on MRI him. MRI
2: negative. Same thing for uh, for Trent. Don't call me Treat Williams. He uh, Except for that he did not practice today. He's a little bit more uncertain. We may have to see odd body higher in there again <laughs> against Mathis and Freeney.
1: But I did read that he's supposed to practice tomorrow, Thursday.
2: Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, we'll um, see how that goes. And it Hayes looked Worthy really back. bad for him, didn't it? Yeah. It looked really bad for him.
1: I didn't no, um, I didn't think it looked that bad.
2: I did because he had so much trouble getting up and walking on it, and I was like, Oh, this is this is looking this is this is not good. I was really worried about that. Uh, that was my concern, dude.
1: Um uh, Oddbody Hainsworth is gonna be back and according to Mark He is our kind resident of an odd body. our resident Colts fan. Uh, Manning is petrified of Albert Hainsworth from his time in Tennessee.
2: <laughs> Manning is petrified of being hit by anybody Especially someone weighs as much as Albert Hainsworth And Albert, you know, he he had the death in the family And, and thoughts and prayers for that You know, he's definitely excused from last week You know, it, really, there's no argument there You can't say anything about that And it'll be good, I think, to have him back If he plays like he did two weeks ago um, I, I think he's going to be playing with a little anger this weekend I gotta say I think so. I think he's he's a. Uh, I think he's, he's going really to be really unfocused. Manning. I think he's going to be ready to hit some stuff. That's for sure. Um, yeah.
1: Hopefully Manning, and whoever's yeah. trying to run up the middle,
2: <laughs> and anyone that's trying to run up the middle, and they don't have much of a running game going on there either. They're they're having their issues as well, and their defensive secondary has been hurting in uh, in Indianapolis. So I mean, it's it's definitely another winnable game. Yeah, their um, defense Other injuries is always, on the game.
1: Yeah, their defense is pretty bad, too.
2: Yeah, I, I think we're kind of evenly matched.
1: Yeah, on defense. Because
2: they've got a lot of hurt receivers. Their good receivers aren't playing. So the, the running game isn't going like ours isn't. They've got some problems in the defense. They they have problems with the pass, I think, and we have problems with the run.
1: Hey, back to the we'll game what real, real fast, though. We'd be pretty yeah. remiss if we did not notice that um, when that Clay Matthews dude was in, they were torturing us.
2: <laughs> they were K- Clay Matthews is a difference maker. On oh the man, I mean he's getting up to Troy Polamalu status as when he's on the field, it elevates the defense from a good to a great defense. He already has eight absolutely this positively. Year. He is out of control, good, and he comes from a great pedigree. We've talked about him before, the Matthews yeah. clan, and those that are in football hall of famer Gary Matthews.
1: And he's not to be confused with A.J. Hawk, the other pony boy on the team.
2: Yeah, do not do not confuse him for the other linebacker with the long hair, the other white linebacker with long hair. All you have to do is see him run, because A.J. Hawk looks like he's running through mud every time. He is mm-hmm. slow as molasses. That's always been his knock. Speaking of linebackers, back to the injury report. Rocky McIntosh sustained a mild concussion on the game. It was reported today.
0: Yeah, um, I saw He has that. not
2: practiced yet. Hopefully he'll be back to play this weekend, but it it wouldn't surprise me if they have to sit him down, and that's bad because he leads the team in tackles this year, actually. He's just a couple ahead of Laurent Landry.
1: Yeah, it, I read something about that, too, depending on which stat tracker you look at.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, anyway. Yeah, hopefully we'll get those dudes back, especially Williams and Brown, because we got, yeah, we what's need- his face, Dwight Freeney and... What's his name? And Mathis. Mathis. And those guys are they've beasts. Got,
2: they've got some bruisers on that on that defensive line in Indianapolis still. But yeah. we'll see how it goes. I mean, you know, they gave up five sides. The Green Bay defense is pretty good. They've had some injury problems as well. Um, speaking of injuries, man, we their offense... We devastated their offense, injury-wise. Dude, we destroyed the a... last
1: two teams. We've hurt like ten players in the last two weeks. Hey,
2: you know what? Let's hold on to that thought. Let's go into break, and then we can uh, we can talk about that a little bit later on in the second half.
1: All right, let's get a break, and we will do that now. Josh, what do you think? <laughs> I
0: called it. Harry, Harry, Hog, hog football, 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 football. Please hang oh. up and try again. Someone you love in trouble with the law? Maybe your child or grandchild has been charged with a simple traffic offense, a DUI or reckless driving, or a simple misdemeanor, assault, shoplifting, or indecent exposure. Perhaps it's a much more serious felony, murder, drug possession, or distribution, or even a third offense DUI. Charges like these often leave you asking questions. Who do you turn to for help, and what happens next? The fact is, every case is different, and many require tough choices. Every Every case is different. different. To best guide you to the best possible place, you need a seasoned professional, professional, professional. Consider David Lee. He's been practicing criminal and traffic law in the state of Virginia for over a decade and has handled thousands of cases for thousands of clients. David Lee is based in southeastern Virginia,
1: Still no Josh, huh?
2: No, but I'm back. You know, we're playing a man down right now, so I figured I'd, I'd get back in a hurry.
1: It's a good thing we didn't wait for Josh, man. It's like 9.45, man. You gotta Someone be a working like get up six hours.
2: I know, right? I gotta get up and, and I'm gonna get a whole five hours of sleep
1: here. Oh, we forgot to mention to everyone. Uh-huh. You guys will all be happy to know. That Cool Mountain, Harry Hog Football Studios, has finally entered the zeros with broadband internet. What does this mean to you? What does this mean to you, you may ask? Well, I'll tell you what. After each podcast in the past, I've had to download these huge files from Josh and John, mix it together, and then re-upload it. And on my slow, crap internet, that took, what, an hour to download?
2: At least. And that's if there wasn't a storm or something blocking the st-
1: satellite. <laughs> Which is why that I just started hitting download and then going to bed and mixing it the next day. But now, supposedly... I will be able to download it in a matter of seconds, if not a minute, and uh,
2: and get, this, mess get, this, on, get uploaded. this hot mess online.
1: So we'll see how that goes tonight. Get you the It'll get you the podcast a day earlier, is what it means to you, and a lot of thanks goes out to people like David Lee and other contributors to make that happen, because <laughs> we had to pay a considerable amount of money to get them to run cable back here.
2: Out into the out into the wilderness. I, I, I'm pretty sure the last time I was out there, I saw Sacagawea.
1: <laughs> and Johnny Appleseed planting some seeds. <laughs> anyway, moving on to football. Um, it's it's is it time for the game balls?
2: I think I think it's time for the game balls and uh, kicking the balls awards for this week.
1: Okay. The coveted
2: and ever elusive game ball award. And now,
1: John. Josh didn't send in his yet. I don't think I would have got the chance. Oh, I've
2: I've actually gotten a game ball and and kicking the ball award from Josh this week. Believe it or not, you did. So uh, I think I think they're going to be surprised at what he's at the people he's picked this week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, let's save that, John. Why don't you go first with your game ball? Because there are a My lot of people ball. to choose from in this one. Because everyone pulled together and did what they had to do.
2: Tons of people. Should we give a collective a collective game ball to uh, to LaRon Landry for this game?
1: Sure, why not? I, I think the NFC gave him a collective game ball.
2: Yep, special teams player of the week, <laughs>
1: <laughs> defensive player of the week. Like we said, he had 13 tackles. He had a um, forced fumble and an interception. Mm-hmm. I mean. What more can you out of ask control from the guy? He's going insane. I mean, I'm not out of control. You him. could
2: ask for uh, you could ask for some quarterback sacks, but some other guys took care of that on the game. Um, we'll talk about that here in a bit, I'm sure. But uh my my game ball and because I believe more than anyone else for the first half, my game my game ball goes to Hunter Smith because he kept the team in the game more than anyone else, I think, in the first half, up to that four down goal line stand by the defense. Hunter Smith made such a huge difference in this game as we alluded to before. Big time difference. It's it was like it was like double bid, Bidwell out there.
1: It was a huge difference and it's odd when you give your game ball to a punter but if Bidwell was in there, we would have lost that game.
2: He would have dropped at least one of those those questionable snaps. He would have he would certainly wouldn't have dropped five kicks in the tw- between the 20 and the goal line.
1: His dude his just eighth just, punt would have been like 21 yards.
2: Yeah, truly. And he would have been all gimpy and then, like, wandering back to the sideline. If he had gotten that far, Gano probably would have had to punt for him again. (laughs) And then he would have just been sitting there on the sideline, like, next to Keanu Reeves with, like, a rain hood over and a cigarette in his hand and a beer and a paper bag in his other hand.
1: So, anyway, that's a pretty good game ball, dude. But I didn't even think of that. I had a hard time making up my decision for game bosses because there are so many people that had key plays at certain moments take for instance um um the caveman when we were backed up there on our goal line i think it was in the second quarter and remember the play before it ryan terrain caught a pass three yards deep in our own end zone and made his way out to the two (laughs) and then the next play oh boy yeah the, the very next play um donovan McNabb hit um uh, the caveman on the left sideline for about 22 yards. But that's not who my game ball is get going to, even though that was a huge play. My game Did ball. Did the caveman
2: jump up in the air on that, by the way, to catch that ball? Did
1: he leave his feet? I don't think so. I think he caught it in stride. It was kind of like. That's why uh, he
2: caught it, because he didn't jump up in the damn air.
1: <laughs> anyway, my game ball is going to go to Santana Moss because he had huge catches at the perfect times, not to mention the one giant deep catch. That really got us back into it, but he had a few on third down that we had to come up with, mm-hmm. and he was a huge stats on the
2: game seven receptions, 118 yards with a long of 52. Big and, time game for Santana Moss,
1: yeah. And, um, like I said, most of those catches were for first downs. I'd like to see that stat, and yeah, uh,
2: I would love to know how many first downs he actually got himself.
1: And I want to give there's a few other shout outs, Josh. I get on give. that. There's a few other shout-outs i got to give, though. Chris Cooley had that one catch. It was only for, like, three or four yards, but that one where he made that one-handed grab, like, I'm catching this because we have to get these yards. Uh Uh-huh. It was on second and, like, seven, and it got us down to, like, third and two. But anyway.
2: And, and, and that catch he had in overtime where he just started housing people. He was like, get off me. Bam. He broke two or three tackles on that. He was like, bam, get off me. Bam! Get off me! He was just putting people in the ground, dude, man. He was that catch set out us of up, control.
1: That catch set us up for the victory, dude.
2: Yep, that was huge. Fighting for yards after the catch, and he didn't fumble on that, which was great.
1: Yeah, he had. He also Obviously. had seven catches for sixty nine yards, and that catch you're talking about was for thirty yards.
2: Yeah, that was massive. I mean he he just kept he was just killing people out there. Green Bay did not have an answer, but Green Bay's defense was gassed. I can't believe our defense was, wasn't gassed.
1: But, dude, I have a few more shout-outs that I have to give. What about Anthony Armstrong? What about that catch to give us the first down where it got tipped off of, I think, Joey Galloway, and he dove and caught it and then had the <laughs> wherewithal to roll forward to get the first down? What about yep. that? Not to mention yeah. that 40-some-yard touchdown catch, which he snagged and the other dude was trying to pull it away and he you know, made sure he held on to it. And, he, and did, he had another dude. He
2: hit. totally looked the the defender off of that thinking it was going to go the other way and then like looked in one direction looking like the ball was going to go over there and then he like at the last second made the adjustment he needed to pull that ball in that 48-yard touchdown catch.
1: Yeah, and he posterized the other dude, the uh yeah. The cor- I think the cornerback that was covering him on it. Yeah. Anyway, uh what was I going to say? Oh yeah, dude, he had a huge game and I think that game is going to give him some confidence going into this week. Don't be surprised if he even has a bigger game against the Colts. Dude, don't be surprised. A few
2: weeks ago, actually about a month ago, I met up with uh, some of my friends from college, Elon College, now University. And uh, we went to uh, you know the weekend football game. And we were hanging out watching some f- football and talking about stuff. And I mentioned to them Anthony Armstrong and the Redskins. I was like, remember this guy, number 13. All he does is catch the ball. And I think in that first game, he did not look good in that first game, but he has been getting much better. He's getting more reps. He's getting on the field more. He's catching the ball. I think he had the jitters, you know, coming out of whatever that insane or intense intense football league thing he was in where he made a, yeah, where he made a hundred bucks a game. Troy Aikman was like, I've never even heard of that.
1: This, it was funny when Troy Aikman goes, when he saw that play, when he caught it off of Joey Galloway's tip or whatever, he's like, he was like, I know that play wasn't drawn up by Kyle Shanahan. It may have been a play that Anthony Armstrong ran in the intense football league, though.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he it's was. He funny. was. I do have to admit, the more you're, you're making me remember some of the stuff he said, the more I was – he was better than he was the week before because he was being dumb the week before with some of the stuff he was saying. And maybe, I think Joe Yuck was bringing him down, and so someone told him during the week between the two games, they were like, dude, don't follow along with the stupid stuff Joe Yuck says. Just just do what you normally do because you're usually pretty good. Don't let him bring you down with his dumb acidness.
1: Joe Yuck did crack me up once on that pass interference from that Bishop guy. He was like, and... And like Bishop like stands up after it and he's like, and Bishop is gonna be surprised to find out that he's been flagged for past interference on that one. It was fun. <laughs> Cause you know he was all acting like I didn't do that. I didn't do anything. He's gonna be surprised. Anyway, yeah, but Joe Yuck still sucks. Yeah, anyway. Joe Yuck Um Yeah. So yeah. Oh, and shout I got out one to more in the Armstrong cool. No, I've got two more shout outs, dude. Sorry.
2: All right. Crank him up.
1: My other shout-out, a two sacks, including that huge one at the end of the game. Where he's he starting
2: t- to get sacks despite being held so much. Yeah. And that's a really big, really, really, really big deal. Right now, I believe he's fourth with four in the NFC. I believe it's his stat, what I heard earlier this week, something like that, and he's just going to keep climbing up the ladder.
1: And Lorenzo Alexander for that fourth and goal stop where he just Golly. stayed with his dude and just, yep. like, it looked like he didn't turn his head around, but if you looked at the last second, he turned his head to the side, like from the direction the ball was coming,
2: just in time. But just he didn't touch to the guy
1: anyway. So, yep. I mean, that was huge. That defensive is center. there,
2: dude. Is there a position on the? Have we've asked this before? Is there a position on the football field that Lorenzo Alexander cannot play?
1: Maybe punter. I don't know.
2: <laughs> can, can we put him at long
1: snapper? Yeah, because that would be awesome.
2: That would be great. Um, Yeah, I think there's some great, great shout-outs on the game. Um, I I agree with those 100%. And the only one that I want to add on to that is B.B. Hummingbird, Brandon Banks, because his stats were two kick returns for 33 yards and three punt returns for 47 yards, but he had that huge one that got called back because of the Predator. Mm -hmm. He's so
1: fast. Dude, he's—he's I mean, he's gonna break one anytime now.
2: Well, there was some other little five-six dude for another team over the weekend that broke one for it, and people were all there was a big buzz about that, and I was like, "Just you guys, wait until Brandon Bakes breaks breaks one in a regular season game, because if he pulls out that little John Wall dance that he did in the preseason with his fist, you guys are gonna be cracking up because it looks like some eight-year-old kid at street ball.
1: All I know is this. He better not fumble. I'm still worried about that. Dude,
2: you are so going to dog. He's going to fumble one of these days. I mean, the ball is, you know, he's a small guy. The ball is really big to him.
1: And I'm going to be like, I called it. I called
2: it. We need a little kiss. Like that commercial. He's like one of the little small, like, shrunken guy versions of the regular guys. A little person.
1: All right, are we ready to move move on to our. Oh, I got to give another shout out to you. Hmm. Although he sucked in the first half and almost got my my kick in the balls award, Donovan McNabb put it together even though he was getting no protection and did what he had to do to to Boy. bring this team to a victory there at the end of the game.
2: He got the living snot beat out of him in that game, and he still was able to lead the team to victory. And he never stood up like a cry baby. And he never
1: stood up like a crybaby like some of those quarterbacks would do, whine and be like, "Not mm, getting any protection." Blah, blah. Uh
2: huh. I mean, he was, and he was, he was all class. And man, I bet, I bet he was in that ice tub after the game. Because man, I bet he was hurt. He got
1: beat up. Yeah. Anyway, all right. That's almost. So, all my so Josh.
2: Out. Josh, who is your your game ball going to go to? Um, um. Well, oh. Josh texted me and he said it's got to be between Odd Body higher. <laughs> And uh
1: Artist Hicks, predator, play Chris, tackle. And,
2: <laughs> and the predator, Chris Horton. So we'll give him we'll let him pick from one of those three and he can explain his choice later uh in the next podcast or later on if he happens to be able to call in um from his business meeting.
1: Alright. So let me get it's the sound time. back ready. It's time for this week's <laughs> Kicking the Balls Award. This week's Kickin' the Balls Award is brought to you by Riddapoo.
2: Riddapoo, for all your septic system needs.
1: <laughs> Alright, you want to go with this one or you want me to go first?
2: Um, You go first, actually, for this one. Alright. Oh wait, I got a text from Josh. He just sent in his kicking the Ball Award as well. I think you'll find it very interesting.
1: <laughs> All right, well, my kick in the balls award. I had a hard time with this one cuz everyone just banded together and fought for this victory even though it wasn't yeah. the greatest game ever. But I'm going to have to give my kick in the balls award to Kyle Shanahan for some of those play calls like what was up with the Donovan McNabb <laughs> draw draw late in the third quarter? <laughs>
2: You do not like Kyle Shanahan's play calling, and I, I understand. I, I I think he, uh, I think I think he needs to be. I think he needs to make better play calls because he's making some really bonehead calls. Sometimes you he makes really are... good
1: ones. He'll make a really good string, but then he'll do stuff yeah. like run a draw from Donovan McNabb up the middle when it's late in the third quarter and we're losing by ten points.
2: And there's like five linebackers stacking the box right in the middle.
1: Yeah, I don't. But something—I mean, sometimes I'm just like, seriously, dude. What are you but,
2: thinking? But yeah, other times he makes some good calls. But yeah, his play calling for a lot of that game was HQ, highly questionable.
1: Yeah, I kept seeing him. They kept showing him over on the sideline, looking all like a twelve-year-old, and I was like, dude, <laughs> give me the headset, <laughs> give me the headset. <laughs> and I remember them showing Donovan once, like up close, and Donovan was looking at the sideline. And he was just going, Kyle. Like, yeah, yeah, you could
2: hear him. You could hear him on the parabolic when he was doing it, dude. You could hear him. For those of you, when you watch a game and you see those guys standing on the sidelines and they have these big like salad bowl things that they're holding in front of them, like facing the field, like the bowl is facing the field. Those are parabolic microphones, and they pick up the sound from the field. That's what the bowl shape does. It helps to to get the sounds coming from the field. And there was one right there, and you could just hear you could hear him going, Kyle. It was like Cartman. He was like, it, Kyle! Anyway, like he's... trying get, to get his attention.
1: He's getting my kick in the balls for but... I don't know. The offensive line was pretty horrible, so I could almost give one to the entire thing. Okay, go ahead. Your turn.
2: Um, man. I'm going to have to give my kick in the balls in this game to Liechtensteiger.
1: Yeah, he because
2: man, he was bad. I'm gonna I'm gonna single him out because he was the leaky the leaky uh, spot in the dam on the offensive line more than anything else in the first half. He was he was getting beat roundly over and over and over again. I mean, numerous times, play after play. Like he looked like he was just out of sorts for a long time. And yeah, he got it together later on, like the rest of the team did. But yeah, yeah like he, that
1: one play where he. <laughs> His guy was coming from the left and he like moved to the right and the guy just came through untouched on donovan
2: yeah the guy the guy delayed for just a second so instead of sitting there and holding his spot, which I believe is what he's supposed to do with this uh with this this style of offensive line blocking the zone blocking, he's supposed to hang out and look and he totally went to pop someone who was already getting blocked by. Rabach, who I think was having he was having some troubles of his own, so maybe he was like, well, I'll chip in and help. And as soon as he moved to his right, that dude was like, score. And shot Find right through the Like, he was just waiting for him to, he was just like,
1: sweet. McNabb's like, what the hey, dude? Seriously.
2: So and I yeah, think even that, Troy
1: Aitman was like, um, Donovan didn't expect to get hit from there because he just assumed that was blocked up. Yeah. <laughs> At least not that free. Anyway, yeah, that's a good kick, dude. What about Josh? Who's he giving his to? Uh,
2: I, I, think I, w- I think we want to give a uh, a a Harry Hogg football wide kick to Nick Sunberg for his bad long snapping. And I'm hoping he gets it together. But I have a bad feeling he's going to cost us dearly down the line somewhere.
1: Yeah, I think it was a horrible move to not re-sign the red snapper. And I think all of Harry Hogg nation would agree with me on that.
2: Yeah, I mean, the snapper was 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 hurting a little bit last year. He was starting to to sag there a little bit on. And but I can't imagine he'd be worse than Sunberg. And I know they want to go younger, but
1: I never saw him have a bad snap.
2: I never had not saw him have a bad a snap as anything we as the worst ones we've seen from Sunberg so far. Yep. So put it that way. Um, he was he was uncharacteristically wild near the end of the season, but he wasn't. Excuse me, it wasn't terrible.
1: All right, what about Josh's kick? Who's that going to?
2: Oh man, um, Josh, what did he say on here? I'm scrolling back through my texts right now. He said he wanted to give his kick in the balls to Lebron Landry. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't understand, but I guess, uh, you know, I know he's in New Orleans, and and the beverages flow freely down there, even in business meetings. So you know, I, I, I guess. Maybe he hit the wrong button, but, uh, yeah, Josh's kick goes to Ron Landry on this.
1: <laughs> For winning NFC Defensive Player of the Week.
2: <laughs> NFC Special Teamer
1: of <laughs> week. That's probably why he's probably like, he doesn't even play special teams. That <laughs> <laughs> gets my kick. And Josh is also going to give a kick to the refs. Yeah,
2: and I think that's a very deserved kick because they made some horrible calls. And, and it it was kind of one of those classic NFL games where the referees were really bad, just in general. And then near the end of the game, and I actually called it, dude. I said, don't worry about all those calls. As we went into overtime, I was like, this is one those, of those calls that didn't go in our way where Woodson was just mugging the dudes that were running out for passes and the holding wasn't getting called. This is where it's all going to come together and they're going to start calling them on these really important parts because everyone's tired and yet at the same time the people like a po that are young, they've still got a they've got a whole lot of energy compared to the people they're going against. They're going to be able to beat these guys and the holding is going to be so egregious or the pass interference will be so egregious they're going to have to call it and they did. You John, know. John. The, and you know, as you go through games That happens a lot, I think. You know, it goes through games and people be like, dude, I got held on that last play. They'll walk by the ref and be like, dude, I got held on that last play. Keep an eye out for it. And it was a culmination thing. So, you know, it, it it ended up working out where they really made the right calls that we needed at the right time. Um, but they also missed a lot of calls at a whole lot of other right times before that. That could have made a difference.
1: John, let me ask you this. Yeah. It seems to me that the Redskins are. Penalized a lot less than they were last year, and I'd be interested to see the stat how they compare to the the rest of the league as far as penalties go. Yeah,
2: I think the Cowboys are the most penalized team this year so far, actually. Yeah, or they're right up there. Um, We, the Redskins, Redskins Nation, the penalties are definitely significantly lower, despite Oddbody, who, who you know, he didn't get penalized in this game. I don't believe. Um. Yeah, and I think there's a whole lot of uh Shanahan standing there imitating me, going, getting ready to go cut the next time someone makes a stupid penalty or does something stupid. I mean, Devin Thomas was a second round pick just what two years and four games ago, mm-hmm. and he just he was just like, well, that was a failed experiment. Cut. Pretty much. So I mean, I thought I think that Devin Thomas cut the day before the game. Surprise. I don't, I don't think it was super surprising, but I think a lot of guys, especially peripheral guys, are like, man, if they'll cut him, then he, he'll cut my ass in a heartbeat. Yeah. And so I better have my, my smarts going on and not doing something stupid like jumping a snap count. You know, stupid holds near the, at the end of the game, like, like Oddbody, the one man penalty. Still a great nickname. It's even better than Oddbody, maybe.
1: I like um, Oddbody better, but.
2: I, maybe we can combine them, because that, that one just cracks me up. Dude, Um,
1: I got a question for you, though. Yeah? The big question that I saw from the first play of the game. What happened to the gold pants we're supposed to be wearing at home?
2: Dude, yeah. And, you know, I, wouldn't look, I was looking online today... And I was trying to find an answer to the gold pants. And someone asked Shanahan, and he he said something to the effect of, if I'm making wardrobe choices, you need to take me out back and shoot me.
1: (laughs) That's awesome.
2: So (laughs) he basically was like George Allen handles – or Bruce Allen. Allen the Bruce handles that stuff. He's like,
1: never mind that.
2: Never mind that. I think it's because Green Bay came out in their gold pants and and Bruce was like, well, we can't have everyone running around in damn gold pants.
1: He could have told Green Bay not to wear their gold pants. They could have wore their whites.
2: I'm not sure if if, if the Redskins get that call. I'm not sure if if that's how it works. I'm really not sure. Well, I know um, one
1: thing. It's not really important enough for us to spend any more air time on. <laughs>
2: Agreed. Moving on.
1: Especially cuz we got to wrap some stuff up in the next couple minutes here. Um Yes, sir. All right. Uh let me see. Uh apparently some dudes on the website like David and Michigan, I guess Tudor Gray are mad at Rodney Royd Harrison for dissing the skins. I didn't hear what Rodney said about them. Uh did you hear anything about this?
2: I did not watch football night in America. Um, I did not hear what it was, but there were a bunch of things in the chat box on our website. We may have missed one or two guys, but and if you were also commenting on this, let us know. Make sure we didn't miss you because once it scrolls through after a while, you're 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 gone. Um, as the as the as the chats load up on there, but it sounds like people were mad that he wasn't giving the Redskins any respect for being three and two when beating the Cowboys and the Cheeseheads and the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I don't know exactly what he said. He was probably a prick because he kind of is anyway. I think he still has roid rage from when he played. Um, <laughs> and everyone knows that he was the dirtiest player in the NFL when he played, and and he cheated. So just take that into account.
1: Uh, well, that about wraps I think up what we things- care about what he says then.
2: Yeah, well, I, I think they bring up a valid point, though. Some people I, – I don't want people to get over pumped, be like, the
0: Redskins are awesome. We're kicking butt, blah, blah, blah.
2: It's like, dude, we've had four games decided on the last play of the game, and we got blown out by the Rams. So I think we're
0: <laughs> – Yeah, who just I, got I blown out by Detroit?
2: So, yeah, it's – we're so he, doing better than last year. We've got – we're one win away from tying last year's record. Things are definitely heading in the right direction. But uh, we're we're not kicking ass and taking names right now, so so rein it in a little bit. Yeah, we beat the Cowboys. Don't forget to joke people about that. Yeah, we beat the Eagles, and you could joke them about that. But you know,
1: it, we witnessed in person getting destroyed by the Rams, and it was not a fun yeah, day. It was not it a was fun not day a, at the stadium.
2: <laughs> it was not a fun day, especially with those those lame indoor football fans in St. Louis. Nowhere near as cool as the Cincinnati or even Charlotte fans, surprisingly. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> anyway. you know, if we're blowing people out by twenty, thirty points a game at the end of the season, hell yeah, we're bad as hell, and and be sure to put it in people's faces. But right now, I mean, we could easily be zero and five, and we could easily be four and one. So, you know, make sure make sure you're being realistic. You don't want to act like a Cowboys fan, be like, we're awesome, and you just suck. Because <laughs> anyway. that, that, that's how Cowboys fans do it.
1: Moving forward, just to highlight a few things from former Redskins from the week, avoid the Lloyd somehow is uh I think he's leading the league in receptions, I don't know, or yards or something.
2: He's Which really is, close in the AFC. I don't know how I don't know if he found God again or if I don't know what's going on there. But or it if he just found some rap music. I I d I don't know. It's not gonna last for the year. He's gonna do something stupid to blow it up because he's an idiot. But right now he is really killing it in Denver. And it's just another example of someone coming in during the stupid Vinny Serrato time that sucked with the Redskins and was a bad fit in the first place. And I even thought he was going to be good. I definitely admit that. I I was really pumped we got him because he burned us in that game when he was with San Francisco the year before we got him. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. he absolutely sucked it when he was on the Redskins. And now he is killing it in Denver. Um mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Real quick, though, a uh, few other dudes. Rock Cartwright scored a touchdown for Oakland.
2: Oakland beat San Diego for the first time in 14 games, which we can definitely relate to because we went through that with the Cowboys. I think it was the same thing, first time in 14, 13, 14 games. And we're going through that um, with the just Giants. Just a few years ago. And the Giants are getting starting to piss me off. But Rock Cartwright and Jason Campbell were instrumental in that win. So that was a big win for uh, Raiders Nation. And Liddell Betts in the Orleans... Had a pretty good game, except for that ball that hit him in the hand on a pass and got picked, and here's a shocker. He fumbled, and the ball got returned for a pick si- or for six points. So anyway. good to see uh, Liddell Betts uh, being Liddell Betts. And Colt Brennan tried out for the Texans. I don't think he made it. One more thing we want to talk about. We were talking about uh, the defense. The defense is ranked last in the NFC and maybe even in the NFL. But we've got eight turnovers so far in this season. And right now, we've knocked players out of games such as Michael Vick, Rodgers, who may not play this weekend. Um, Jermichael Finley might be done for the season. DeMarcus Ware got knocked out of the game for a while. Jason Witten was knocked out of the game. Our defense is killing people. It's absolutely putting people in body bags this year. And a lot of that is the attitude. It's I, I'm really, really, really like what's going on. They're giving up a lot of yards. They're not giving up a lot of touchdowns. And they are, they are crushing people. like They are intimidating people. That's what we need.
1: Mm-hmm. You're right. Trent Williams was cleared of a reckless driving charge today, if anyone cares about that. Yeah. Uh, and I think that pretty much about wraps it up. I totally destroyed John in fantasy football in the Harry Hog League this week.
2: Yeah, Percy Harvin uh, stepped up huge for you. Not happy about that. We'll update more on fantasy football next week. So that's really not important to every anyone
1: except for ten of us. Yeah. Um, next game, of course, against the Colts is Sunday night, eight twenty, on NBC. NBC. Don't miss it, and you have no excuse for missing it, Josh. That's right. It's on nationwide. And, uh,
2: that's right, nationwide. Um, it's another night game, people.
1: Shout out once again, David Lee, continued sponsor. Hail to the Redskins, Dave- as always. That's about wraps it up this week's episode. David
2: Lee Legal Services, episode 228 of Harry Hawk Football. Thank you for listening, everybody.
1: It's in the book. Hail to the Redskins on a huge win. Let's keep it rolling. And remember, yes, because they're one and three, if you see a Cowboys fan this week, he